This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. It's a beautiful day, February 27th. Glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us here on Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. What we do is we read the Bible. That's what we do. We spend a uh, some time with the Lord in the morning, do a morning devotion, read a chapter of the Bible. Some people read it at night before they go to bed, read it again in the morning. And uh, today we're going to be in Luke 21 in just a little bit. But uh, what we do is read it at home, spend some time doing that, come down to the studios here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about it. I keep saying we because always do this with somebody else because there's just there's something dynamic about getting in the word with somebody else. I really want to encourage you if you're not in a in a life group or a small group or a running group or a sewing group or a knitting group or a shopping group or a hunting group or some sort of group with people who love Jesus, get in one because just it's just a great thing to spend some time in the word with other people. And so I know my wife went to a, a Bible study yesterday and she was yakking about it, uh, some of the cool stuff that happened and you know, things they learned and saw. And, and in fact, somebody talked about a movie and we actually watched the movie um, uh, that they talked about it. You know, the movie Unbroken, uh, this is a little commercial. Yeah. The movie Unbroken was a story of uh, Zeb Zeberoni or what was this guy? Ze- uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was the Olympic runner mm-hmm. and uh, who became a Japanese prisoner of war. It's called uh, un- uh, uh, Unbroken, I believe it's called The Redemption Story. And it's about what happens after he gets home. And uh, I don't want to give you a preview, but it's a good movie, godly movie. It's a, a movie that uh, shows how he gave his life to Christ in that and how it changed him. And it has actual him in the movie, uh, some of it talking and scenes from uh, from the actual guy uh, before he passed. And uh, pretty cool. So, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Anyway, so that's what happened in the life group. So get with somebody else and get into the Word. But you're doing that right now if you're joining us on Morning Breath. And Pastor Christian Hurston's joined us as well. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? Doing great. Glad to be here as always. <laughs> yeah, LSU, huh? Yeah, go Tigers. Still so got, living uh, it up. You got an LSU hat on and an yeah. ACCU that's right. shirt on. Got to represent East Coast Christian University. Got, I'm yeah, alumni, excited, got, yeah, got, yeah, finishing got, yeah. up with my, my BA and working towards my master's degree. Good so, for you. Yeah. Brother. And loving it. It's great, but I got to represent LSU Tigers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. LSU and ECCU. Yeah. East Coast Christian University. Well, good deal. Tell the folks how to get involved, and we're, we're going to get into the chapter today. Yeah, it's great. So the best way to stay involved is with the East Coast app. Come you on. can search for it on either the Apple Store or on the Google Play Store, and just type in the words East Coast app. You'll see it come up. It's got a little blue background with the white cross, and on there you'll find everything that you need to know about Morning Breath, about our services. We've got our our media content on there. You can find even our album that we've recorded and put out. Everything is right there in one place. But other ways you can do that is on our website, which is ECCC.us. You can go to our podcast, which is on the iTunes podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find that. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And if you ask them, they can either mail out or email out a devotion guide. So honestly, we got every single way for you to stay connected. There's no excuse. We'd love for you to be a part of it. And real quick, if I could give a commercial for Morning Breath, I heard a powerful thing last night from a, a young person from Mezzanine is they were talking about, man, when you, when you feel like God's speaking to you 
and you've heard this, the very best thing to do is just to go into the Word. And you don't even have to look up the exact thing. Sometimes you think, all right, go to the back of my Bible or find a specific thing on buying a house, getting married. And she's like, no, honestly, just get in the Word, and God is going to speak to you through that. So as we read Luke 21 today, as you go through the devotion guide, let the Word of God breathe on you. Like, it got me so excited, especially hearing this from a 20-year-old. Nice. I was like, come on now, preach. Like, just let the Word speak, and God's going to minister to you and confirm what He says in His Spirit, too. So it got me fired up. I'm excited for you guys to be doing that with us today. Me too. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing good. Hey, good, man. Nick's running everything here for us. Well, uh, the only announcement we have, it's a really cool announcement, though, is uh, Vieira East Coast Christian Center, Vieira, is celebrating their eighth anniversary. What? Hard to believe. Awesome. Eighth anniversary. And so back in 2012, February, I think, February 12th, 2012, somewhere in that area, we uh, we started the church in Vieira in the high school. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be all sorts of fun there. It's going to be from 915 to 1230, all the services We'll, we'll be involved in it. There'll be an ice cream truck, face painting, games, giveaways, and that'll be really cool. And then we got one more announcement. One more is we got our night of worship coming up. That's yeah. going to be next Wednesday, March nice. 4th at 7 p.m. And this is a great opportunity for all of our locations to come together to be able to celebrate really under the, the banner of God and to say, hey, we're going to make Jesus famous and worship him. It's, over the years, we've called it a few things, but it's really a night of worship for audience of one is mm. we're really just glorifying God and spending that time. And it's going to be great. We encourage you to come be a part of it. Beautiful. So we're going to get into the word here. I'm going to I'm going to read through verse 19. There's a nice break there. It's nice. A, splits it right in half, 38 verses. Yeah. And I'm going to read from New King James. What are you reading from? I'm going to be doing the NLT, New Living NLT. Translation. NLT. You got it. New Living. Not the New Living 2, the New Living 1. New Living 1. Okay, the original New Living. The original. Nice. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like both. I've I've read. Yeah, I've looked at both. Uh, I like looking at a lot of different translations. Absolutely. So I'm really hardcore New King James. Everybody yeah. knows that. But the truth is, I love reading other translations and spending time in that. But uh, I'm the. I got to be the rock here. Right Most now. of the verses that I memorized are still New King James. Yeah. So I'm still saying, calling those things that be not as though they were. Yeah. Like a lot of that stuff's gonna not come even out. New King James. And and I will say this that I've tried to memorize scripture in a lot of different from a lot of different. Translations, yeah. and I will say, as difficult as uh, the Old King James is as as a reading Bible and an understanding Bible, there's something poetic oh, about yeah. it that makes memorization of it yep. easier, actually, yeah. rather than harder. So, uh, it's just just a thought that, that is that cool. I've experienced yeah. personally, but that just might be me. No, but I, I it can might be others as it. well. I can't memorize the message. Yeah. I like to read it, but I can't yeah. memorize that. I'm like, yeah. it just sounds like something I said to my friend. Hey, hey hip brother, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, homie, Jesus. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So that didn't yeah. even sound good. But yeah, it, it is sometimes comes across a little flippant, but it's not being flippant. It's just trying to put it in a in a well understood language of the day. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get going. Get All me right. started. I must say unto you, read sir. Luke twenty one. And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow putting in two mites. So he said, truly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all. For all these out of their abundance have put in offerings for God, but she out of her poverty put in all the livelihood that she had. Then, as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and donations, he said, 
these things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone will be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. So they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when will these things be? And what sign will there be when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that you do not you take heed that you not be deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has drawn near. Therefore, do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places and, the, and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and the prisons. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. But it will not turn out for you as an occasion for, excuse me, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, settle it in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head will be lost. By your patience, possess your souls. And when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then you will know that the time of this destruction has arrived. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. Those in Jerusalem must get out, and those in the country should not return to the city. For those will be the days of God's vengeance, and the prophetic words of the scriptures will be fulfilled. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. For there will be disaster in the land and great anger against this people. They will be killed by the sword or sent away as captives to all the nations of the world. And Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles until the period of the Gentiles comes to an end. And there will be a strange signs in the sun, moon, and the stars. And here on earth, the nations will be in turmoil, perplexed by the roaring seas and strange tides. People will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth, for the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory, so when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up, for your salvation is near. Then he gave them this illustration. Notice the fig tree or any other tree. When the leaves come out, you know without being told that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Watch out. Don't let your hearts be dulled by carousing and drunkenness and by the worries of this life. Don't let that day catch you unaware like a trap, for that day will come upon everyone living on earth. Keep alert at all times and pray that you might be strong enough to escape these coming horrors and stand before the Son of Man. Every day, Jesus went to the temple to teach, and each evening he returned to spend the night on the Mount of Olives. The crowds gathered at the temple early each morning to hear him. Amen. Amen. Nice. You know, I thought it was, I just thought it was interesting. This is not a major point by any means. 
that it shared Jesus's schedule right at the end of this chapter. It's like, this is how he did it. You know, he was there in the daytime and then at night he'd go out to the mountain, all of it. And people got there early in the morning and it just shared his schedule. And you think, it made me think again, Jesus was 100% man and 100% God. And so just like all of us have a schedule, Mm -hmm. have, you know, demands on our lives and things that places we need to be and things we need to do. In fact, as we started recording here, Nick said that, oh, I got another recording to do right after this. And, you know, it's it's practically affects our lives, what our schedule is. And so Jesus had a schedule. And uh, even though it looks like he was never in a hurry, and even though it looked like he was always in the right place at the right time, yet still he had a schedule. And, And that encouraged me because I believe God can use your schedule. I believe God can move within your schedule. And I'm not trying to say, you know, well, God, you know, I'm just going to put God in a box and do what I want. No. What I am saying is that as you do your life, and even if you get busy, and if you're a mom and you got a whole bunch of stuff to do, and you're running around, and you don't even know how you're going to breathe this afternoon in your life. You know what? Jesus, Jesus can show up. God can show up. Uh, cool things can happen in your life. I God can speak. And so, yeah. I don't know, it just was, it just stood out to me as you read it. That, that is cool. Wow, there's a schedule. Yeah, the practical <laughs> side of things to realize that you're like, everything you really need is is in the Word. Like, if you really look for it, every answer you need is there, and you can see these examples. And Anne-Marie, my wife, has had some great examples of that, is, you know, raising three kids and running a business from the house She's at times felt a little bit beat up, like, man, I wish I had more time to do this or that for God. And God spoke to her. It's like, hey, you can worship while you're doing the laundry. You can worship while you're doing these practical things in your life, too. And don't minimize those moments. But even in the busyness of it, you can make time for God. And so that that was cool. I'll tell you, if you take the word mom, I'll give you a definition of the word mom, minister. Yeah. You know, uh, don't ever, don't ever min- minimize. And I know that Amory's not minimizing that, but it's a lot. Uh, sometimes a lot, a lot funner, let's say, to to lead a worship song than it is to you know do laundry. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, she's doing ministry. She takes Good care time. of your family, brother. Huge. And it's a it's a big ministry, and yeah. it's super important. Yeah. I, I'm going to say something about Luke. Luke, just for a minute here. Luke was a is a guy that most people who look at, you know, the Gospels and who wrote which one to whom and about what, um, and you say, oh, they're all about Jesus. Well, they are, but each one of them might have had a little different audience. Yeah. For example, Luke really was kind of a Gentile writer. Yeah. Uh, he wrote to the Gentiles. It's, it's suspected he could have even been a Gentile. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he uses, I think, like six or seven prophetic things in the entire book of Luke. Uh, Matthew uses, you know, 25 or 30 yeah. uh, Jewish prophecies and things of that nature. And so it, he's, he's, he's not necessarily speaking to the Jewish nation here. And so if you look at this chapter and compare it to Matthew 24 and 25 and Mark 13, yeah. they both go into a lot more detail mm-hmm. in it. But one of the things that you see in reading it, reading it in Luke is a lot of people apply this to the to the tribulation. Yeah, the end times. Yeah, end times, yeah. and uh, especially the tribulation part of it. And Matthew's easier to do that with, and especially if you couple Matthew with with Daniel and, and Revelation 6 and, and all that's going on that way. But what's really interesting in Luke is 
is he really gives us some keys that help us understand this portion of scripture better than maybe even the Jewish guys yeah. in, in, in what they were sharing. And the two things that I believe do is uh, uh, verse 32 says, Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. That is a very interesting statement. Uh, a lot of people had to take that to say, oh, that's when Jerusalem becomes a nation because he talked about trees and yeah. it'll be one generation from then. And they became a nation in 1948. So in 88, in 88 yeah. reasons why Jesus is going to yeah, come yeah, back yeah. in 88, blah, blah, that blah, work blah, out? blah, blah. Yeah. Well, it didn't work out because yeah. I think what Luke is telling us here is simply that that generation was not going to pass away before these things happened. Yeah. And what he's talking about here, and Jesus is talking about the destruction of the temple. Yep. And when when they came in to destroy in 70 AD, they actually destroyed the temple first, yeah. not the city first. And he talked about it all being thrown down. Um, this was within a generation of, you know, this is, let's say, 40-ish AD or whatever yep. it was at that point. This is 70 AD. It's within 40 years, which was generationally what they were talking yeah. about from the time Jesus died to the time that Jerusalem was destroyed. And he's talking about how hard that was going to be in that situation. And he kind of, uh, he, he explains it, verse 20, but when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know its desolation is near. That's really plain. Like, Jerusalem's going to get surrounded. And we know that Jerusalem got surrounded, and then Rome withdrew. The Christians recognized this as the moment Jesus had talked about and Luke had written about. Yeah. The Christians all left town, got out of Jerusalem, got out of Dodge, as we might say in the West, yeah. and then they came back and resieged the city. And yep. it was a horrible time of great destruction for Jerusalem and for, you know, the temple and all of that stuff. But God spared the Christians in that process. And and see, like in, in Matthew, you, you, they call it the uh, abomination of desolation. Yeah. Well, what he's talking about, there's not somebody riding a pig into the temple yeah. like some books have written or all the stuff that's out there. He's simply saying it's an abomination how how things are all going to be destroyed. Yeah, and the temple is going to be completely it's gonna torn be, down. It's going to be dismantled, not yeah. one stone rest upon another. And so it's a pretty, uh, I think, a very plain description of what's actually going to happen. Look, guys, this place is going to get destroyed. You need to turn to God. Our hope is not in this temple, in this old That's system. That's right. It's yeah. it, Our hope's in Jesus yeah. and all of that stuff. And he says, look, it's going to happen in, 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 in a lifetime. Yeah. So get ready. This is something you're all going to have to face here, basically. Yeah. You're all going to have to deal with this. So let's deal with this right. And he has some good instruction for Christians in general in this stuff. And he, uh, there's some other things going on that way. But I just wanted to say that... Don't confuse the revelation and end times with yeah. an event in history yep. that's trying to be put out. So that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I love. And this chapter is so contrasting too. You see him opening up in the temple, and you see the famous yeah. widow's might, and then you oh, see incredible. the end of it with the destruction of the temple and it coming down. But just a touch on that. I mean, this super well taught area of scripture. But for anybody out there who maybe hasn't heard it as well, or I'll just hit it anyways, is here Jesus is there in the temple watching people come in. And same as it happens in 2020, people can make a show of their offerings, which is not the way the Bible says to do it. 
is Jesus says, when you pray, go pray in your closet. When you make a gift, do it discreet. You don't need to be like shaking, yeah, shaking your money bag, being like, look at me. You know, in 2020, we say flexing. You know, don't be flexing that you're dropping all this money in like it's a big fat cash wad. Is instead. Make it about your heart. And here we see this woman who gave everything she had. And Jesus praised her to make a point about it's really about the heart thing. And I love that I've been able to teach this to our kids for in Vieira, coming up on seven years being down there, part of children's ministry, is if you asked them, and I feel very confident in this response, I say, what is God after? And they'll tell you after your heart, not after your money. And for them to understand that it's really a heart thing. And the Bible says so clearly that when he has your heart, then your money's not an issue. That's right. But it's not about just saying, hey, I'm making a big deal. Everybody needs to know I'm doing this or that. And you do a great job and I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable saying this, but you're incredibly generous, Pastor Dan, but you're not making a big deal about it. Like you've inspired me and just seeing the way you do life. They're like, I want to make sure I'm prepared that when the opportunity comes up, I've got accessible cash to be able to bless people the way I want, but you're not telling anybody about that. I just know because I've had opportunity to do life with you and seeing your radical generosity, and you're probably going to kick me under the table for even saying you're like, quit stealing my treasure. Re- I can't reach quit you. Quit stealing my treasure. Shut I up. I can't reach you. <laughs> but, I would have already kicked you. But I love that is it's like, you know, we just, we take care of things and we're generous that way, but it's not about us. And it's just a different way of doing things. And I love when people get a better branding of Christianity and Jesus oh, and yeah. the radical generosity, yeah. Yeah. then it changes their perspective and they realize, oh, maybe it's not what I thought. Yeah. Maybe it's not just this person with this idea. Like, I love that East Coast is so radically generous to give back to our schools. And I got a chance to spend some time with the principal of our school for Vera High School. My very first the time. The largest high school in Brevard In the county, county. at 2,400 kids. Wow. She's the new principal, and we're in an awards ceremony where the, the county, and this is not bragging on us, please bear with me. They're presenting awards to schools different business partners for just making an impact. And I'm sitting down talking with the principal for the first time. And she goes, you know, I'm just blown away that instead of a church coming and asking for money, you guys are constantly finding out what can you do to bless us? She goes, that's such a counterintuitive thing. She goes, it's not what my experience is, you know, and we were looking for ways, and this is not to brag on East coast. It's not the point at all, but it's just a shift in mindset is that I encourage you to live radically like that, to live out of the abundance of your heart and do it with joy. Cause it makes such a difference when you're able to give and to be able to just be like, this is my pleasure. This is my joy to do it. And that's what Jesus was praising here. Not even just the quantity of the money, but it's the heart. And to say, this is what we do, and we don't got to make a big deal. Yeah, the Bible says, you know, teaches us about the principle who, to whom much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have a a definite responsibility. I, I actually believe that, that, that it could be possible that if all of the church cared about their community and loved their community, that that's really the best social system, yeah. you know, rather than some of the social systems we have right now. They don't work very well. <laughs> yeah. They, well, they, they're, they're harder because they, they're based on numbers and noses rather than faces and hearts. Yeah. And, uh, when That's you, good. you know, you can, I, I, for example, I remember a gal that I, I knew and felt like the Lord drew me to her and she was a single mom and, 
really struggling. I was on all the government stuff and yeah. and all that. And I said, do you want to get off all this? Would you like to have a job and, you know, make enough money to support your boys and, and do all that? And she said, yeah. And over the next uh, about 10 months, we worked through every part of it and got her training. And she, she ended up having a great job. Yeah. It was really cool to watch. Hey, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. East Coast Christian Center would like to invite you to join us on a 10-day Israel Bible study tour led by co-pastors Dan and Matt Staubaum. The trip will take place March 9th through the 18th, 2020. The total cost is $3,995. For more info or to register, sign up at eccc.us slash Israel trip. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green, and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Moments, they matter. Moments, they matter. Oh, yes, they do. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Winston Churchill said this. He said, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Wow. Uh, that's Winston Churchill. I'm not sure where he learned it. You know, so good. I mean, did, did he learn from Matthew 6.38? Did he, yeah. Did he, did he learn it from, you know, 1 Corinthians or was it 2 Corinthians 8 or 9? Or, you know, where do you learn it? I don't know. You know, I don't know really anything about Winston Churchill's background, but it's such a 
such a truth that we, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful picture. And uh, this picture of this lady who is willing to just give it all. Yeah. You know, I, I've got to admit, there have been uh, very, very rare times where I've been faced with give it all. Yeah. Um, one time in our lives, Carolyn and I were faced with a sort of give it all moment. And when we did, um, it even meant not getting paid and, you know, a lot of things. It's not only were we giving all, our future did not look good. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't, it didn't look like it was going to turn out. And I got a call from another church and another pastor. And he said, you know, God really spoke to me today. He said, uh, what's going on? Yeah. And uh, told him what was going on. And he said, well, we just want you to know we'll be paying your paycheck for the next a uh, certain season. Come on. And uh, I mean, we got the call. I mean, we're sitting on the back porch going, we're not in this for money anyway. Yeah. We're in this for the Lord. Those words came out of our mouths Boom. and the phone rang. Come on. And I still get goosebumps today. Yeah. God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you, Pastor Christian. See you. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.